welcome everyone to the Matteo Franco Undaunted podcast. Today is November 6th, 2020, three days post-election. title of today's episode is going to be, where do we go next or what's next, right? There's a lot going on in this country and in the world, and I really want to cover that um, today. Just from my perspective, again, um, in today's world, and it's kind of going to lead into my first point here. In today's world, right, we watched the election, right? You watched it probably on some sort of news channel, mainstream media. Maybe you watched it on Twitter or Facebook, wherever you watched it, right? You watched it on some sort of media outlet or platform. And you watched it on Tuesday night. And, um, you know, at some point it just paused and seven states stopped. Arizona flipped and then seven states just paused and the count stopped, right? So at that moment, I want us to just pause for just a second, right? You don't need to be going to mainstream media, social media, or these other places to tell you what to think. Um, the best thing to do, what I do, is I see what I saw. I know what I saw. I know what happened in the order that the events happened, the trends of the data, how it's going blue to red for nearly every state, and um, you know, then it just paused. So if you take that for a second and just stop there, forget what everyone else is saying, including me, take that data and just go sit and think on it. What do you think? Do you believe that that is normal, something that, regular do you think what do you think happened and you need to answer that question for yourself what you saw what do you think happened right and a lot of times people don't know what to think because they stop thinking we've lost the art of thinking i thought like, oh well i'll go turn into cnn msnbc abc fox news um facebook twitter parlor rumble youtube i gotta know what to think right what happened what happened what happened what do you think happened and think about that and then bring your belief systems back into it and then pull in some more data, right? Go out there and see what these other outlets are saying and hear what they're saying. I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. Or, you know, that does kind of add up. Maybe that is what's going on. And then you step away again. And what do you think? And then you have to affirm that belief and move forward. And that's how I make a lot of the predictions that I do. That's how I call my shots um, on the things. doesn't mean I'm always right. Uh, majority of the time during this year, I have been spot on. Um, just because of the things that I follow the way that I think and I pause and think a lot, spending a lot of time by myself and, you know, traveling and all that stuff. I get a lot of time to think, which is awesome. I love it. I love thinking because it gets deeper thought, helps self-awareness. It helps so many things. Um, but then you can see things like this and know the direction to go with certainty. And then, um, so in uncertain times you become certain if you know how to think. There you go. Write that down. I'll probably write that down after this. Um, in uncertain times, you become certain if you know how to think. And, and you know, I kind of want to rewind here real quick. But at this point, if you are feeling stressed, if you don't know what to do, then I, I have a simple question. I've posted this on lots of different platforms today. If you're stressed, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, yes, we should all have a little stress. Yes, a little bit of anxiety. I totally get that, right? If you're completely stress-free um, in this year, you know, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at this point, you should be asking yourself, where where does your faith reside? Did it reside in mainstream media? Did it resign in a political figure? Where does it actually resign? And, and, and for me, I'll give you my answer. It doesn't have to be your answer, but this is my answer. My answer is it resides in God, right? He created me from 2009 months in my mother's womb. That's incredible, right? Explain that process and explain how there's not a God. Um. And then second, right? So my faith's always in God. He can see the hindsight 2020 already because he knows how everything's going to play out. We don't know that, right? And that can make it 
that turns into worry, right? Which creates anxiety and stress. Um, but we're, we're going to see it, right? He has a plan, whatever that plan is, you know, we're going to see it may not be on our time, may not be how we want to see it. You know, all these different things can come in. But at that point, if your faith's in the right person, you know, it shouldn't matter. Um, and second, the second person or thing that I have the most faith in, um, is myself. Uh, Reason for that is I know what I can control. I can control myself every single day. Those are the things I can control. Put my faith in God, put my faith in myself. I can control those in my actions and my choices. Right. And so, so I just encourage you to, to dive, uh, uh, dive deep into that thought process or that question for yourself. Where's your faith? And you can realize when it's in things that are shakable, right? Things that can move with the wind, right? Depending on what happens, then this is what happens. If there are things that are unshakable, no matter what the economy is doing, what's happening in politics, what's happening um, in other countries, what's happening, you know, in your communities, all these different things. If your faith's in the right spot, you become unshakable, right? When you have Every morning I wake up and pray for unwavering faith. I said, God, there's one thing. There's one thing I want. If there's one thing I had to ask you for, you know, uh, you, you hear about um, um, Solomon, you know, one of the smartest people that ever lived, one of the wisest. He asked for wisdom. And, you know, I thought about that. I was like, what would I ask? And, you know, I took some time to get this answer. I said, I would ask for unwavering faith in God. And I asked for that every day. When you have so much faith, when you have unwavering faith, there's no room for fear. And that's an incredible way to live a life, life without fear. That's amazing. So let's get back on it. So, right, it pauses. So I'm going to give you my perspective now. So you've taken time, hopefully, pause the podcast, pause the video, and you've gone and you've thought about what you saw and what makes sense from what you saw or why it happened or what's going on. Um, For me, you know, seeing it, as soon as I saw it, right, there's a trend that was going on. Blue, all the early voting, right? You, you see blue. Blue was ahead. Blue was ahead, right? Biden was ahead. And then all of a sudden, right, on election day, every state started falling. Red, 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 red. Um, and then you get to Arizona, and then all of a sudden, an early, an early projection. But what's interesting is right around that same time that Arizona, and I thought this was a little weird too, is California came up and instantly went blue. It's like, how does it instantly go blue? Great. That didn't make sense. And this is from Fox. I watch Fox, right? And I don't watch a lot of mainstream media. I wanted to see. I was like, okay, I'll watch this and see what's going on uh, when I got home. And then that was interesting. And all of a sudden, seven states pause. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Why are seven states simultaneously pausing? Mid-election. It's not like they didn't have a full stinking year to prepare for this, right? It's not like, it's not like, oh, Gosh darn it. We just got overwhelmed, right? We didn't expect for the votes to come in on November 3rd, right? You know, <laughs> so that first of all was like, okay, well, this makes zero sense. And then, you know, at, at 3 or 4 a.m., then all of a sudden you see if you watch the data, right? And that's why I like data. If you look at trends, and I like to see it in a visual representation, right? So if you watch these trends, right, you know, it's going back and forth and you're seeing them both trend this way. Then all of a sudden, you just see a straight spike, right? Which in voting, that means that someone's getting a hundred percent of the votes. And I made this post, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna cheat, don't get all the don't get all the answers right, right? Cheating for dummies, or what I call dummies. <laughs> Cheating for dummies, pun intended there. Don't get all the answers right. Right? So if you're gonna do it, don't make it so obvious, is basically what that's getting at. So that was pretty obvious. That was just in Wisconsin and also into uh, Michigan. And then you're seeing this whole Sharpie thing in Arizona. 
And I say, this is my opinion. I'm going to say this up front. Some of you all may go up in arms about it. I don't really care. Um, but this is my opinion. I don't believe necessarily that Biden would have carried California this year. I think that would have been very interesting. There's some different sources I've looked at, and this is purely based off my opinion. I'm saying it again. It's based off opinion. It's not fact. It's not fact. Is there some things showing that 9.7 million votes weren't counted or lost in California? And there's some videos showing all the votes that didn't get counted. Um, so again, I mean, at that, it's my opinion because we don't know if those are legal votes or what's going on there. But I just thought it was a little alarming that it just went blue instantly. So looking at the facts again, coming back to the facts. So all that happened, right? And then you're seeing these spikes. And then you're also seeing that certain people are just voting for the president and they're not voting for anyone else, the Senate or the House. And that's very alarming. The reason for that is it was, it's not just some people. I should rephrase that. Thousands of people doing that, right? Which is very, very rare. They're just voting. And a lot of those are going purely Biden, which is very alarming, right? So I had a different theory. Well, I'm not even going to get into that. that. That's a whole deep rabbit hole of how, <laughs> if they actually wanted to get away with it, which may have been smarter uh, way of doing it. But um, I'm not going to get into that on here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go over what I saw. Um that's just my brain thinking again, right? So the art of thinking. <laughs> so that's what we saw, right? And here's the thing that's a little alarming too, is why don't, let's just say the, 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 the party of equality, right? That's what the Democratic Party claims. We're equality, right? When we don't get our way, we're going to call the other party a racist, right? Besides looking at the policies, right? I say people don't, when it comes to politics, people don't, people's personalities don't impact you. It's their policies that impact you, right? You can turn off their, personality pretty quickly, right? Just don't watch them. Their policies, right? That's what really impacts you. And so they're saying equality, but why hasn't anyone from that party come out and said, yes, we want a fair election. We want the legal votes to count. And whatever that outcome is, we're happy to live with that, right? That's what a lot of people in the Republican Party are saying. Why isn't the Democratic Party saying that? There's so much for equality. So they're showing their true colors. They don't care about equality. Is what's what I mean, that's that's the black and white interpretation of that, right? They don't care about equality. And you can see that in their policies too, besides going into their policies. Um, but just look at it, right? If you really so they're like, let the American people decide. Yes, yes, let the American people decide with a legal, with legal votes counting and a fair election, right? If you really want the American people to decide, that's how we'll do it, right? And whatever outcome, if it goes against my party, what I believe, the people I voted for, and the people that you voted for, great. If it's illegal and fair election, I can live with that, right? I'm not going to go up in arms. That's how the voting process is supposed to work. It's not a voting process. If you can suppress votes by just pumping in a bunch of fake and invalid ballots and votes, you're suppressing people that actually voted, that actually genuinely care about this country and want it to be a great, great country for a long, long time for the generations to come. So what happens if it goes the other way, right? So, so with that, that's, that's getting into that. And and it's just disgusting, right? If you want the American people to vote, that's what they'll come out and say. But that's not what they want, right? Because after this, if they if they can win it this way, what they're trying to do is to, it's like the half. It's it's like right. Um, I'm a big Niners fan. When the Niners were playing the Ravens in the Super Bowl, all the power went out, right? You kind of stole. We kind of stole the momentum from the Ravens there for a little bit, right? That's what they're trying to do: stealing momentum, right? All the momentum was going one way. We're going to reelect a president, and then what happened is they paused it. And all of mainstream media, which I hope they declare a winner because then they're going to have to come out and res, uh, resend that or resign that, whatever it's supposed to be. They're going to have to apologize for that. And everyone's going to know exactly who they are and how corrupt they are. 
Um, right. I've seen mainstream media, not, not just saying it for this election, um, when it comes to regards for health, very, very censored. They use words like debunked, conspiracy theorists. They never attack the facts. They just bring people on that agree with them, and then they'll go attack people personally versus attacking the facts, right? And if we're really thinking about this, just to actually make make this country much, much better, much quicker, is we would have conversations about the facts, come up with the best solutions, and we'd come up with those solutions very, very fast if we're just talking about the facts. And that would be the best thing for the American people and the people of the world, right? And we don't do that in this country at all. And, you know, and and it's really just all boiled to the surface right now. And now we have to choose which way we want to go. Are we going to say it's okay? Are we going to let them suck the energy out of the momentum that we have, right, as American free people? And it's amazing what our founding fathers put in the Constitution. They almost predicted an event like this happening because people get power hungry, right, and they've seen it. And they've seen it for generations and for years, right? And they put that in there to protect it for us in the future. That's amazing, right? And that, and so, so we're seeing this, right? So what happens if we don't? Right. And I'm saying when I say stand up, <clears throat> I'm not saying riot. I'm not saying looting. I'm not saying violence. You know, that's something that the left apparently supports, which is ridiculous. Uh, uh, it's it's sad. Right. Let's get the votes counted legally. Let's see the election. We'll go to the court of law and uphold the Constitution. At that point, it's fair. Right. But our votes need to be heard. We can have peaceful protests where we rally together and say this needs to happen. We are the people we have spoken and you're trying to suppress that. Right. And we need to be heard because what happens if they don't, if they illegally count all of these votes at this point, moving forward, our votes matter none. And that's the only thing that they care about. That's the only thing that the left cares about, right? Why is COVID? Why did the CDC come out on election day and say, guess what? You know what? You don't have to quarantine anymore. If you have COVID for today, you can go vote in person. And it's been three days post in person voting. And I've heard nothing about COVID-19 or the cases. Because, as I said from the beginning, this is setting up because they want to control the election and they want to control votes. That's all they care about every single time. Why does Fauci keep flip-flopping? Why did he donate $3.7 million 2014 to the Wuhan lab? Why did he do it again in 2019? Why did the CDC change their seven, their manual on, on um, reporting data in regards to, to viruses and, and, and um, pathogens, right? The harmful pathogens. Why did they change the reporting system for to make an exception for one thing, COVID-19, so they could inflate the numbers? Why did they do that? That's a data fraud, right? And depending on how this election goes, they will be handled in court, and they will lose big time, right? Everyone will get exposed. The head of the CDC, Fauci, um, all their connections, the people that have been doing research for them for years, manipulating the data, if you look at their data and research, even with them manipulating it, you can see how fraudulent it is because it makes zero sense and they haven't debunked anything. They lost in court back in uh, between February and April. They lost in court saying that they have no evidence showing that vaccines don't cause autism. And now we go look at the government and what's going on. If they don't need our vote, what do we matter to them? We don't. We don't matter at all. And that means that we're not a free country. Our votes matter. They should have to earn our votes by making this country better each and every year and serving the people. A public servant is the most abused word by politicians. I want to be a public servant. Great, then serve, right? You know what? When the pandemic comes up, why aren't you taking your pay cut, your, 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 your pay cut, right? 
where's your check? Why aren't you distributing it to the people? If you're a public servant, right? That seems like a public taker to me. Why is your paycheck more important than mine? And the list goes on and on and on. And there needs to be accountability. And so that's where we stand at this point. And so for me, you know, I'm going to make my voice heard. That's why I get on here every day. I'm going to say my piece. Um, you know, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to agree. Um, you know, that's okay. If we can talk about the facts, great. If you're going to throw opinions out here, then you're either going to get booted or I'm just not going to engage with you because I don't, I really quite frankly don't care about your opinions and I don't necessarily want you to care about my opinions. Let's talk about the facts. Facts don't care about your feelings, right? Let's look at the data. Let's see what we're seeing. And then let's see if that actually makes sense, right? Let's have those conversations. But if you're going to get on there and attack people personally, right? I already know I win. As soon as you attack me personally, I already know I win. I'm the ultimate competitor. As soon as you attack me personally, I know I win because you can't defeat the facts. That's what you're telling me. Anytime someone attacks me personally, great. You can't defeat the facts, what you're saying. And I'll just keep repeating it over and over to them. And it just really infuriates them. Like, great, then prove it. You know, argue the facts. Well, you're not an expert in this. What declares someone an expert? The facts? Crazy, right? Let's talk about them. <laughs> results? Results are always fair. Let's talk about results. Great. Let's do it, right? But no, they'll attack you personally because they can't attack the facts. They can't attack the results. And I say it over and over again. And they just try to irritate you. They try to get an emotional response. And emotions are just chemicals. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're going to get more frustrated than I am because, you know, <laughs> years of emotional intelligence, right? I know the game. I understand the game. When I understand the game, it makes it very easy for me to win that game uh, more often than that, which is awesome. I like winning, you know, and I like helping more people win. And that's why I get on here every day, you know? I like to get these thoughts out. I know they're good thoughts. I know that, um, you know, there's some thoughts that people are having and it's going to put my perspective on it. And, you know, they get to see that. Maybe it's data that they didn't have before. Maybe it's a different perspective. More perspectives are just smarter, right? And so, um, you know, I like winning. One of my passions in life is winning. One of my other passions in life, more importantly, is helping other people win. How do they help? Let's help them win at life too. Because life's boring. It gets so boring if there's no challenges. Work is just a series of problems or challenges. That's what work is. I like to work. That's what I like to do for fun. I like to work. It's just who I am. And, you know, I just want I want people to understand what's at stake here. But I also not want them to understand that, hey, you can't, you can't sit back. You know, you have to stand up. You have to share your voice, right? Your voice is getting suppressed right now. Get out there and share that. Share your message. Share your heart. Share your passion right? And it's okay. People attack you. That's okay. That's them. That's a them thing, right? Um, you know, it happens all the time. I don't care. I don't lose sleep about it overnight. Great. You want to attack me? Great. Let's talk about the facts. And you know, all the people that get help actually from, from, from the content that I put out, one person gets help from that. Great. Totally worth all those attacks every single time. And then it comes back to where's my faith. My faith is, my faith is in God. My faith is in myself. And then at that point, I'm going to do everything that I can in my power, right, to make sure that our votes count, you know, legally, right, nonviolent, legally, right? And, and, and that's the first step in the process. We have to make sure it's a legal and fair election. Otherwise, we don't matter to this country. And then what happens when, what happens? What happens to our kids? Like, I'm not even doing, I don't even have kids yet. I'm not even married, right? When we win this, my kids are going to know that we stood up for something. They're going to be born into a free country, right? They're going to be born to freedom. 
And that's what's on the ballot too. That's what we're fighting for. I'm fighting for, I don't even have a family. <laughs> I'm fighting for my future family that I haven't met yet. <laughs> and that's like how, I'm, how obsessed I am with doing the right thing and the moral thing, the thing that's right, the thing that's fair, the thing that's legally correct by law. And guess what? Upheld in the Constitution. That's what I'm obsessed with. So I encourage you all, if you're feeling stressed, get out there. I've been watching a ton of Billy Graham. What a great speaker. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy was so relevant and he's not even, didn't even make it to the 2020s, right? Wow. Yeah, where is my faith? All of this stuff dwindles away over time. Where have we been putting our faith? Have I been putting it in the fantasy football? Maybe, I don't know. The other questions I have, right? I have to answer those questions. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we're all going to be responsible for the choices that we make, right? Everyone wants to be in this big, huge judging circle. And at the end of the day, there's one person that judges us, and that's the only judgment that matters. So um, doesn't mean we shouldn't get taken advantage of, right? Doesn't mean all of that. We have to do our work. We have to do our part, but we have to know where our faith resides. That's important. So I encourage you to get out there, start doing some thinking, share your voice, share your message, right? Be passionate about it. Be kind to others. Share the facts. Share the data. Share your perspective on it. And let's progress. Let's come up with creative solutions. Let's solve this problem so our generations to come are born into a free country, a God-serving country, a free country, the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. Have a great rest of your day, everyone, and God bless.